Hello, this is Pritam Atma from the Mystical Motherhood Podcast. I'm going to do another podcast today with just myself, and I'm going to speak freely as whatever comes out comes out, but specifically I want to kind of begin with the creative process. I think a lot of people actually get asked this a lot in sessions is like, how do you become intuitive and how do you know how to find what you're here to create? And uh, my, my third book, Alchemy of Becoming, is now available on Amazon. And in that book, the end of it is really getting past all of your conditioning, past all of your belief systems, emptying yourself enough so that you can become peaceful enough to create what you came here to create. And that's really what alchemy does for you. It creates, you become a vessel to hold more and to be able to bring to earth something that's completely new. And more alchemists are needed on the planet than ever. And the way to get there is intense. And it's about letting go of all your childhood conditioning and belief systems. So what is childhood conditioning? Well, it's different for everybody. And most of the time, none of us are aware that we are conditioned to be a certain way. So I'll talk about um, filling your cup up and having a prayer Uh, The three life questions, I always explain that, you know, what are your three life questions? What are you here to create? And then I'm going to talk about conditioning and how you let go of it on the hero's journey. And I'll weave in my third book, Alchemy Becoming, in this podcast. If you want to learn more, please go to www.mysticalmotherhood.com. On my website, there are three courses. They match all of my work, Healing Generational Patterns, my book, Uh, Alchemy Becoming, and there's a course on conscious conception, which integrates all the parts of my work so far, which is pretty extensive. And each course has audio and lots and lots of texts and lots and lots of homework, which is the same thing I would do if you were in a session with me. If you want a private session with me, please reach out to me on my website, Mystical Motherhood. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, go ahead and do that at Mystical Motherhood. If you liked this podcast, leave a review and please leave a review of my newest book, Alchemy of Becoming on Amazon. It really helps. Thanks. So to begin today, I want to talk about the importance of having a life prayer. And I mean it so important. So it's so important. So what I'm noticing, and I talked about it in the last podcast, is the, 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 the absolute how critical it is on this planet to have authenticity. And authenticity is what I think Martha Beck, I just started this amazing book by Martha Beck, and I listened to an amazing podcast on Goop by Martha Beck, with Martha Beck in it, and it was one of the most profound podcasts I've ever heard. And she talks about integrity, and she talks about the hero's journey. And in my book, I also mentioned the hero's journey, and I really believe on the planet right now that's kind of the archetypal story we all need to go through, and it's the hero's journey to awakening to your highest potential, to your highest self. And in this Martha Beck, in her book, which I haven't fully read yet, but she talks very much, it's very similar in, in the ideas of alchemy becoming, and it's how do you create integrity in your life? And I use the same word as authenticity. Integrity is how do you tell the truth about who you are? How do you really, really tell the, you know, you, you're in the room and people believe who you are. It takes a lot of letting go of who you think you should be in order to get to who you are. And it takes following your highest prayer. 
So Martha Beck explains that those in integrity, she she stopped switch. She stopped. Um, she stopped lying for a year, and in that, she began to tell the truth about herself and about her life. And when you do that, and in this book, Alchemy Becoming, I did that too. You have no shame. And you, there's not a part of you you're hiding. And so you become incredibly powerful in being able to be who you are exactly. And the road to getting there, back to the prayer, is finding that prayer that leads you on this road, right? So my prayer, we're going to go to the prayer and then we're going to, I'm going to weave back into the importance of authenticity from my book, Alchemy of Becoming. But in life, in order to get there, in order to get to your highest integrity, in order to get your authenticity, what is it that that pushes you forward? So I have a prayer. If you imagine, like, if you could draw this on a piece of paper, it's a cup, like a cup on the on the deck of tarot. There's this Ace of Cups card, and it's a really good example of what I'm kind of visualizing right now. But what is you? What is your prayer that leads you through life? So maybe yours is, I want to always experience love. Like, what is what is it you want to experience? Or I want to always experience um, truth. Or I always want to experience family. So that would be your life prayer. That's your mission kind of here. And for me, my prayer is take me to my highest destiny. And in that prayer, you think, oh, that's going to be some beautiful ride. It is a very intense prayer because my ego throughout praying this has always wanted certain things that were not meant for me. And when I pray that prayer, take me to my highest destiny, a lot of what I think I want is taken away. And I mean, it is brutally taken away. It is taken away so quick. Sometimes it's taken away the next morning and, and it's all around my conditioning. So back to conditioning, when we're in childhood, we think life has to be a certain way because we're conditioned that that's what's going to bring us happiness. That's what's going to create our sense of self-worth, our sense of authenticity when it really isn't. So your conditioning can be, can be um, many things. It can be you have to be married that was one of my conditionings, or you have to be with a partner to be happy. You know, you can't do things alone. That's a huge conditioning. Conditioning can come from society. So, and Martha Becca talks about this too, is, is, you know, one of the biggest things that takes you away from your own integrity through your own authenticity is your need to please society and to be a part of the crowd or to be a part of the herd. And those things could be, you know, we're seeing it a lot with vaccines versus Biden versus Trump, um, black versus white. It's this polarity on the planet. You can see it with the way people mother, maybe the way they control their food, the way the things they eat. The egos need to put salt and pepper on food. Like if you sit down, if you go to, this is a, this is an off subject, but it, it will tie in. If you go out to a restaurant in Europe they will place your food on the table and you eat it as it's served. And you don't necessarily, they don't offer you salt and pepper. And if you ask, they'd be like, well, why would you need that? Try the food. It's very good, right? But in America, we, we always have ketchup on the table. We have mayo on the table. We have mustard on the tab- table. We always have salt and pepper on the table. And at any time we can ask for hot sauce. And typically an egotistical American will not taste the food. They'll just put whatever they want on it, and then they'll eat it the way they want to do it, right? Because they're conditioned to do so, even within the the hot sauces, the conditioning, because that's the way you know to do it. That's the way everybody does it. When you lose all that, 
when you lose all these things you think you're supposed to be and all these ways you're supposed you know you're supposed to act and this is what raising children looks like and this is what um, being married looks like and this is you know I'm supposed to have these sort of things when you lose it all who are you and that's when you get down to your own joys to your own loves to your own likes like are you following a path in your life, like, did you go into your field because it makes you money and then you don't, you feel out of integrity, you feel out of authentic, you're, it's not authentic. And as a result of that, you're not actually creating anything you're supposed to be creating here. And so letting go of these belief systems, uh, these egoic parts of yourself that think, you know, that these things will bring you happiness is the road of the hero. It's the hero's journey to finding your heart's desire and it's never the logical way of getting there. So back to your prayer. So my prayer is take me to my highest destiny. And when I have a question of whether or not I should move somewhere, whether or not I should buy a house, whether or not I should, any prayer I have, whether or not I can date the certain person, whether or not, you know, this is it, I follow that prayer and I follow these kind of inner drives that are within my body. And it's always my body that will tell me whether or not, you know, something is right for me. My mind will create a story, but my body will have a reaction. And so if you're feeling, you know, if you don't really know, like if something's right for you, even with, it can be as simple as a food, it can be as, it can be as complicated as a relationship. It can be like a, a job. What does your body say? Like, are you having a traumatic response to it? Are you getting sick? Do you feel um, icky after, you know, you're around somebody that really is an indicator of whether or not you're in an authentic position. If you're following something that feels right to you. So in examples of me praying, you know, take me to my highest destiny, uh, things will happen with this prayer that knock people out of my life that are not supposed to be there very quickly. It will take me to the next job I'm supposed to have. You know, it will move things faster because in that prayer, I'm surrendering to allow something bigger than me to take over my life. And if, and in that connection, I create a power bigger, bigger than me, even though it's not logical. And if you can allow those moments of surrender to happen more, you let go of that need to control, um, and in that is more powerful. It's so, it's so counter, it's so counter intuitive, you'd think, but that is, you know, sometimes you have to hand things over to a higher power. So yesterday I was really emotional and I was, I'm making a very big decision in my life, which, um, I'll have another book about (laughs) and I am deciding how to do it. And I keep handing it over to God. And you know, who taught me this was my teacher, Tej. She's been one of the biggest teachers of my life and she's in the Kundalini heritage and you can find her at Tej Yoga TV. And she is probably one of the most powerful teachers on this planet right now. And I, I literally, every time I sit in front of her, something in my life changes. That's how powerful. When a good teacher is in front of you, you will change um, because of the energy field. It's a pretty profound. Abdi is another person like that. And I mentioned that in my book, Alchemy of Becoming. But she always says, you know, if you don't know the answer, if you if you need help with a prayer or you don't know what's going on, surrender it. Just, you know, just say, you know, take this from me right now. Uh, take 
to give me the answer to this. Like, how can I see this differently? I'm going to hand it over to you. And it's so intense to do so because your mind really doesn't want to do that. Your mind wants to solve it. Your mind wants to know what's going to happen next. You will want to understand it. And sometimes in things with life, you can't. Sometimes you have to just surrender it over. And in that, I don't mean this in some sort of religious or God sense, but I mean that in just trusting that something bigger than you is going to take it. So my highest prayer, that's my biggest cup. And then underneath that cup, I know I'm weaving out of different stories, but it'll all come back together. Underneath that cup is three more cups. So imagine that cups pours into three more cups. So then I then you're going to have three questions in your life. So I want you to begin to think, what's my, you know, what's my prayer? And it, I don't, so far my prayer hasn't changed. This is always my prayer. Take me to my highest destiny, help me to awaken as many people who can or bring them to their highest destiny too. And then from that, I have three questions. And I believe we all come into this life with three questions. And those are things you've sort of um, authentically find integrity through. And so mine are, what is spirit? What is healing? And what is freedom? And through the asking of these questions, like the questions ask me, and I respond by creating a life based off of these, answering these questions. And I think we only have three, maybe more will pop up in my life, but from these questions, it's very broad. And also, you know, if you create like a Venn diagram from your own questions, you create your own authenticity. So the things that drive you forward and make you happy. So maybe the job you're in or, you know, the car you're driving as simple as that or the food you're eating, it just doesn't feel right. So you have to go back to what is my prayer and what are my questions? What am I here to really understand in this life? And it kind of is a navigating a navigating path to see, you know, if it, what you're doing feels okay. So example, so what is spirit? I've had to answer that. Like, what is spirit? I've been on a, a quest And in the Alchemy of Becoming, I talk about the hero's journey of going on the quest to find yourself and to find spirit and to find your own integrity. And from what is spirit, I found, you know, spirit is is not logical. Spirit talks in different ways. It doesn't talk in the, you know, the, the 3D language. It talks telepathically. It talks in prayer. It speaks through music. It has symbols. It has sounds. It has elements. And I talk about this in all of my books, Fertile, Mystical Motherhood, and Alchemy of Becoming. It's it's various spiritual technologies. So from wondering what spirit is on a personal sense, I've then helped other people understand how they can integrate various parts of spirit into their own lives and maybe take parts or all of it. What is healing? Well, I talk about an alchemy of becoming, you know, my father was mentally ill and that was something that was a shadow aspect of myself that I had to integrate. It was a fear I didn't want to speak about. And as a result of that, I had to really look at that unintegrated part of myself and be able to tell the truth about how that part of my childhood conditioning then became my entire life. And how do you get out of that conditioning? How do you, if the conditioning's always surrounding you, 
if you're always surrounded by something, you know, you're, if you're, let's say your mother was an avoidant or your mother was unavailable, your mother was clingy or your father was absent or you, um, whatever your program conditioning is from childhood, you'll recreate that in your present until you become aware of it. And you'll see how that conditioning keeps you in your mind, looping the same pattern over and over and over again, and looping the same fear over and over again until you heal that conditioning or you become comfortable, you know, living with it without any reaction, without any triggers, without, you know, passing the tests over and over. And we'll go back into this more. And so my question, my, my second question in life is what is healing is, you know, has been my own healing and then the healing of those around me and the healing of all the women that read my books and that follow this work and that will continue to do so. And then my third question, I didn't find it until a couple years ago. And then I realized how important it is to me and it's called what is freedom and what is freedom is I actually heard in that. I think it was the same podcast by Martha Beck. She talks about the end of the hero's journey. And so in my book, I also, like I said, mentioned what the hero's journey is. And so it was so interesting in the podcast when she, she mentioned this part of it, she said, you know, the hero, the hero is called to action and then the hero want to turn down that action. The the hero will question it. Like, I can't go on this journey. I can't do it. And this can be an example of like, you know, you're called to marry someone or you're called to travel or you're called to have a child. And then you question it like, well, can I really do that? Is that possible? And then a lot of people will come in and say, no, it's not possible. What you're about to do is not possible. That's impossible, right? And then you will have one teacher that maybe leads you through it, that gets you to go, okay, I'm going to jump off this cliff. I'm going to go into this abyss. I'm going to go into this blackness. I'm going to get tested. So you jump off the cliff. You say yes to life. I'm going to do this crazy thing. That doesn't make any sense. So that could be a divorce. That could be leaving your job. It can be it can be a very simple thing to a very huge thing, depending on your spirit. And I believe you can go through it more than you know once in your life through various ways. And then you go through it and you get tested. So I talk about in my book, maybe, you know, I talk about it through men, but you'll get tested through the the, the, the pattern coming back in to see if you'll lose track of your authenticity, your integrity, you won't follow through with your mission. And so you'll see all kinds of humans coming at you of the polarity. You'll have to go through, you know, the negative and the positive. It's just like what's happening on the planet. I talk about polarity a lot. And then at the end, you have to come out, you have to go basically deep, 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 deep into your unconscious you have to go down, down and understand all the parts of yourself that are shadow, that are, that are not seen, all the conditioning, all the belief systems. And you have to come out of that, like Persephone rises, I believe, from the underground and in the springtime, right? And then, she, then you have to become a healed human being and move back into the world and bring those gifts out. And so at the end of this hero's journey, and especially in this podcast with Marco. Martha Beck and Gwyneth Paltrow, she, she says, so what happens after the hero's journey? What happens, you know, what do you get after the hero's journey? And she says, you get this freedom, you get what's called enlightenment. And then, um, what is enlightenment? And it's, and she said it so well, 
and I can't tell you, it, it struck me to be one of the most profound things I've ever heard. So after the hero's journey, after you've done everything, you let everything go. You let go of control. I'm going to repeat it again. You let go of control and you allow something else to take over your life. And I've talked, I'm weaving this back in from the very beginning. And I've said this in so many podcasts. The part of you that wants to control everything is your ego. The part of you that wants, you know, let's say if you're infertile, let's say if you're not getting, you know, the, the, the embryo is not transferring, you're not getting the child you want, you're not getting the marriage you want, you're not getting what you want in that moment, and you think that's what's going to bring you happiness, that is your conditioning, not your soul's calling. And so when you begin to just let go and you begin to surrender bringing back the concept of surrendering, and you begin to follow these intuitive guidances in your life that are not logical. It'll be like a little voice will say, oh, go go to this party. You may meet somebody. And then you meet the person that you've been waiting for for 50 years. Or you then maybe you like pick up a certain book and um, it guides you to the next job. Or it's the answered prayer. And that's what is freedom. Back to my question. So what is freedom is, is, is not, it's that freedom of, of being free in the moment. Your brain actually opens up. So you're, you're not clinging to everything. You're not grasping. You're not attached to the outcomes. You're, you're more in the present moment. And in the hero's journey, in, in Alchemy Becoming, which discusses the hero's journey in depth, it, it is this part of yourself when you hit the present. And I'm doing it more and more, <laughs> and it's wild. And But yet, you know, I'm always tested. I'm always tested. I'm consistently like, will I drop back into the past? Will I follow the past patterns that drive me crazy, right? Will I allow my conditioning of my mind to wrap around trying to control something, right? So for me, it's always like kind for me, my conditioning is trying to heal the, the, the male, like trying to heal, um, trying to heal somebody. Let's just say trying to heal somebody. So if somebody's in, will I get attached to trying to help them? No, I just give them tools I accept them for how they are, right? And this is in, I'm talking about this in relationship, not within a client, but you, you just, I, you don't go into the thing. You allow it to be, and then you move forward and you have the freedom to not grasp at the attachment of the way you think an outcome should happen. And you allow something bigger than you to take over with that. So back to the creation process, a repeat. I know I've gone in and out of these different concepts, but I hope for someone, the things I'm speaking about will create some clarity for something in your life as I've been weaving, and I know I've been weaving different concepts. So back to your, back to the prayer, you have a cup. What is your prayer in life? And I want you to write this down. And I want you to create it. And it, it may take a while to come, right? And it, it's your big prayer. It's your biggest thing. It's the thing that wants to lead you. So it can be, you know, um, protect my family, take, you know, make my career flourish, help me to help more women, or it, it, it it's in your own words. And you'll know it. It's, it's going to come in within like the first nine seconds of thought. And it's, it's soul-based. You have to go really quiet to hear it, right? 
And in that prayer, remember, it's not always going to be pleasant because the prayer is not based on your ego. The prayer will lead you where your soul knows you need to go and it connects you to your higher self. And your higher self is like an off-plane being that's navigating the scene, right? And so from that prayer cup, you'll have three cups underneath. And and in those, you got to ask your questions, your life questions. And mine again is what is healing? What is spirit? And what is freedom? And from those experiences, from those questions, I find my authenticity. I find my integrity. I find the things that lead me to feeling like I'm here to create what I want to. If you're not in authenticity, if you're not in integrity with what you're doing, you won't be successful in the way that you'll be happy. So you can make a lot, a lot of money. You could, you could be successful on some realm, but you won't take it with you when you die. And I've had actually, um, my, one of my teachers, Hari Jiwen said it really well. He's like all these mantric recitations and I teach them on my podcast and I teach them actually in my first book, mystical motherhood, the importance of mantras. But when we die, what do we take with us? Well, I do all these meditations and Kundalini things with all my lineage. And he goes, everything you're doing with us, you're taking it with you. It goes with you for many lifetimes. And maybe you'll, you know, when we do these meditations, which I teach the Kundalini meditations, they're basically put into your field. Like, and I explain it like, um, it's like you're a smartphone and you're downloading applications or you're downloading games, or you're downloading something you may lead later, like, oh, like I can use that program later. So I consistently am downloading programs with my teachers, and then they come out at times that I'm either aware of or unaware of. And I can sometimes be very aware, oh, oh that's, a, that's the mantra meditation I used that one time. It's now bringing me that gift. So there's no time with these kind of mantric meditation practices. They can help you now or in a future life. And you don't have to be consciously aware of how they're helping you, but they will. And so that's an, that's an important concept to understand is what are you, when you're on your authentic path, you know, are the things you're creating in this life right now, are you able to take them with you when you die? Are you able to grow your field and what kind of legacy will it lead? So back to my book, Alchemy Becoming, um, it carries a lot of stories in it. And so within the stories, it talks about the hero's journey and it weaves the hero's journey with the Emerald Tablet, which are the steps of transformation using the elements, which I've talked about in previous podcasts. It's these, you know, seven operations with a hidden eighth operation and what both of these you know, different stories or different kind of archetypal ways of finding enlightenment or finding yourself take you to is it takes you back home to a relationship with yourself and, and the hero's journey and, you know, alchemy take away all the conditioning from your childhood that create wounds within you that are not authentic to your soul's purpose and your soul's purpose is not about the ego's drive 
to make you happy in the ways the ego is conditioned to think that happiness happens. So that may be letting go of money. That may be letting go of a certain job you think your parents wanted you to have. That may be letting go of the idea of a relationship in the way that you were taught it was. It may be like letting go of the patterning of conditioning of the way you parent your children or the way you are while you're pregnant or the things you do on the side. And and it's finding what is joyful to you. So I want to ask you as you're listening to this, you know, what is your authenticity? What is your truth? If you were to tell the truth about the things you do on the weekends and the things you do in your life, are you happy? Do they make you happy? Would you sit in that room and and do that consistently? Like what brings you joy? And if you follow those things, which are not necessarily logical, they're very intuitive and they're your heart. Your heart will make you do this journey. Um, And the heart will always know, like it could be as simple as like, I enjoy pottery. And that means maybe in part of your, you know, authenticity is following your art, right? And so that's how you create something so powerful in this world that will change other people. It's actually through the pottery and it's not necessarily through some sort of material gain you get at a company, right? It is, so whatever your program to think is important is not necessarily what will actually be a living legacy. The living legacy comes from the energy you create. I have weaved in so many different things And I would love you all to write into Mystical Motherhood to tell me if you have any questions. I hope I didn't babble in different, you know, ways, but I thought this, I really wanted to speak about the importance of having a prayer and the importance of having three questions in your life. And then as you read Alchemy of Becoming, which I pray to God, you guys get it. It's it's really a profound text to understand how you go through the heart opening process and how you get through this hero's journey of finding your authenticity, letting go of your conditioning. So you can get to these prayers. And then from that prayer, you create something for others that is, you know, worth, you know, that, that you leave on this planet. That's something that other people will, you know, then take with them in their energy field and change and transform them because that's what alchemy is. It transfers, you know, everything into gold. So please leave a rating on this podcast if it helped you. I will be coming back a little bit more often now. I was um, busy publishing and working at the clinic. If you need to work with me privately, write into www.mysticalmotherhood.com with any questions and to to buy any of my courses, all three of my courses, all three of my books, um, Mystical Motherhood, Fertile, and Alchemy Becoming are available on my website, mysticalmotherhood.com, and they're also available on Amazon at under Pritam Atma. Thanks so much.
If you liked this podcast, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. It really, really helps. Share this work on social media. Share it with your friends. Give it to your family. Share this podcast. And as soon as Alchemy of Becoming is out, I will do another podcast to discuss it more in depth. And I'll bring on women who have been using it in their own life to transform themselves and to change their past. I hope you enjoy it. Thanks so much.